Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. This is Nina Menace. It is always an awesome pleasure to be before you today. I am so full this morning of the word and just being in God's presence today. And it has been busy. Um, it's been a long time since I did a podcast. So to all of those who have been saying, okay, where's your podcast? Here I am. <laughs> I have been so busy, y'all. So busy, but good busy, okay? You know how sometimes you get busy doing stuff that does not mean or will not produce anything, um, you know, meaningful in your life. Um, this is a good busy. So um, I want to say, of course, thank you all for your love and support. Shout out to Queens of God. I love each and every one of you, all of my supporters, all of those who follow me. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I just want to also let you know we're working to get on uh, Apple um, podcast um, to get all of that taken care of. Evidently, I have to fill out some information to get on that. Um, so just bear with me. We'll be on Apple in a minute. <laughs> So um, I love each and every one of you again. I hope that your Sunday has been wonderful. Today is uh, Sunday, April the 4th. So it's been it's been a while since I did a podcast. So today I am coming with the word that's been stirring in me for quite some time. So um, we're going to have a lot of scripture, a lot of scripture today. So get your notebooks Get everything that you need and in line and let's go before the Lord. So let's start with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we love you. We love you. We thank you. We praise you for all the things that you've done and all the things that you're going to do. God, we thank you for your divine protection over each and every one of us and our family and our friends. God, we thank you so much for your word and for bringing it forth with power and authority. Lord, we thank you that your word is enough. Just the fact that you said it, we're going to believe it. So, Lord, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you that you have made it available to us, God, so that it will satisfy all those areas in us, God, that are deficient. Lord, God, I ask that you would just open up your word before us, open up um, your word today through your spirit, God. I ask that you minister to the hearts of each and every one of the people who are listening today. So Lord, with that being said, I completely decrease and Lord, you increase and fill every space. Lord, use me for your glory. Use me for your honor. Lord, let this word go out and touch who needs to hear it. Everybody may not need to hear the same word the same way, but Lord, you know how to minister to your people. And I thank you. And I'm humbled that you would choose me today to deliver this word to your people. In the name of Jesus, God, touch, heal and deliver today in Jesus name. Amen. So everybody, we have a word today. Um, the title, I'm just going to share the title. Only God can satisfy deep longing revealed. Only God can satisfy deep longing revealed. 
and you're like, okay, whoa, is this going to be something that you're going to be on her two hours with? I promise you I won't. Because <laughs> y'all know these past five podcasts have been long. So I'm going to prayerfully try to keep it under a short amount of time. So let's dive into the word immediately. So let's go to Acts 17, 24 through 25. Acts 17, 24 through 25. And this is when Paul uh, was in Athens and he was there and there were uh, many idols that they set up before them to worship. And he came across one that says to an unknown God. And he automatically knew the God that they were trying to put into words, but couldn't. So let's go to verse 24. It says, he is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is Lord, since he is Lord of, I'm sorry, let me start over. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples and human hands can't serve his needs for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything. And let's read that together. He satisfies every need. Also, we're going to go to uh, Philippians 4 and 19. That is our key verse. And it says, and my God will supply all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Now, King James Version, that was the NIV. So King James Version, and my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. So God wants us to be really solid on this, y'all. He wants us to not just say, some people hear that scripture and they automatically apply it to finances and apply it to things that they're lacking in their day-to-day lives or things that they are seeking so that they can meet needs in their immediate life. And it does. It does apply to that, but it also applies to so many other things, y'all. It is not just money. It is not just possessions. It is not just um, meeting basic needs. It has to do with a lot of things. And so our point number one is going to be God knows what we really need. Okay. Point number one, God knows what we really need. Not what we feel that we need because, you know, our feelings and our emotions can have us needing and wanting things that we really don't need. Now, let's just be real. Uh, sometimes we we get all in our emotions, we get all in our feelings, we get all wrapped up in what everybody else has and what we don't have. And we feel um, insignificant and insecure because we don't have this or that. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about the real need. So let's go to Jeremiah 1 and 5. Jeremiah 1 and 5, because God wants us to know that he knows us intricately. He knows us privately. He knows us uh, specifically in areas that we ourselves don't even know. Because, you know, God knows all things. There is nothing that is an accident to him. There's nothing that is a surprise to him. He knows everything that we 
are made of. He knows the experiences that we've had that have shaped our way of thinking. He's known our environment that we were raised in that caused us to feel and believe and see things in a certain kind of way, to have a certain kind of perspective. He knows the people that have walked into our lives and have um, have modeled certain behaviors that we have taken on as our own truth. And it is not his truth. Amen. So he wants us to know that I know you flaws and all good and bad, the, the, the beautiful and the ugly, all of it. He knows it all. So let's go to Jeremiah one and five. It says, I knew you. And this is God speaking. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And I bet a few of you are saying, well, I'm not a prophet. Oh, there's a lot of prophets that listen to me. So we're not only speaking of the office of a prophet. We're speaking of someone who is going to give something that God has birthed inside of them to the world. So we're not speaking of the office of the prophet. We're speaking of your gifts, your talents, the things that you, that God has put inside of you to release to the world, to make it better, to answer a question that only you were born to answer with your life. We're speaking of that from that aspect. Okay. So God is saying, you know, Though you feel like you know yourself, and we do. Now take now take me as example, of course, Lord help me. I feel like I know me very well. I feel like I know me inside and out. In a lot of ways I do. However, the Lord, He always comes in and lets me know some things that I'm like, oh, oh dang. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. I I guess I didn't see it that way because he knows me inside out. He knows the reason why I respond the way I do or the reason why I, I pull back or the reason why I shy away at times or, um, and you know, I was just speaking to a friend of mine and she was saying that, you know, she shies away from, from certain things, but other things she'll take it on and she's like a roaring lion. But other things she shy away from. And I said, I can certainly relate with that. Um, It's because there's some things that may have happened in our life. And then there's some maybe some um, insecurities or maybe some areas that we haven't surrendered or submitted to God yet. And it affects the way we see things. It affects the way we handle things and the way we view other people in relation to what our um, gifts and talents are. Sometimes we can feel... Um, really insignificant around people who are more um, outgoing or outspoken or something like that. So there are some areas that the Lord wants to shed light on. But in those areas, he wants to pour into us what we have always needed. And that is through his word. That is through coming before him in prayer and just laying out before him and just talking to him. A lot of people try to make prayer really deep and it does get deep. Now, don't get me wrong. It does go deep. You can go into warfare, warring against uh, demonic forces and spirits and, and evil spirits. So, yeah, it can it can go deep into the spirit realm. But just prayer in general is you talking to God and just being honest and real with him and listening to him. 
He wants to uh, give us the desires of our heart, but he also wants to instruct us on what we have right now. He also wants to instruct us on what we're dealing with and how we're dealing with things right now. So that's why God always encourages us to come before him because he knows what we really need. Now we know what we feel and we know what our emotions are, are churning around and making us feel, but we don't know why. See, God knows the why behind the why. <laughs> okay. He knows every little thing about us. Um, Matthew 10 and 30 in the in New Living Translation, it reads, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Now, look, if God knows how many hairs is on your head, you don't think he know why you are dealing with those struggles in your life? You don't know. You don't think he knows why you from time to time will dibble and dabble in sex or um, or going and you have to have you a drink every now and again when pressures come up on you or or when you decide to cuss folks out or be in some kind of mood feeling some kind of way um, from time to time he don't you don't think he knows where that is coming from he does he does and he sees the need behind that every bit of our behaviors every bit of of things that we actually rely on that keeps us further or, or takes us away from God. He knows, he knows he's like, okay, yeah, I see what's going on here. All they need is more time with me. All they need is more time in my word. All they need is to feel my presence so I can comfort them and love on them because they're feeling a certain kind of way that only I can, can feel only I can meet that need. Because I see it. It happened. It looks like this is stemming from when you were a child and and you were left and abandoned and nobody really paid attention to you or or when you were a child and you were mishandled, you were um, abused with verbally, mentally, um, emotionally, um, physically. So God knows that those needs those areas that need to be healed, he wants to meet those needs. And he's the only one that can. He's the only one that can. So he wants us to know that he is ready and he is always ready to supply every one of those needs that are unspoken. Sometimes when we come before God in prayer, we don't even know what to come to him with. All we know is we're feeling um, we're feeling lost or depressed or um, we're feeling neglected or we're feeling like we we are not significant enough to do this. Or we're we're feeling that we have not been looked upon in the right way by people or just, I mean, we're, we're feeling like we are too minimal to take on this business venture, or we feel like we do not add up when it comes down to um, pulling things together to make things work for the family and for your children. And sometimes we just feel that we, you know, we're lacking. And so sometimes we'll start relying on other things to meet those needs. But God is saying, no, I know what you really need. You need me. You need to come to me. 
talk to me. Let me talk to you and tell you how to handle that situation. Let me show you. Let me connect you with the right people. Let me bring the right resources into your life. Let me order your steps and bring you right before the place and the people that is needed to meet that need. Or if it's something deeper than that, let me pour my word into you. Let me pour my word into you so that 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 need to be held and that need to be comforted and that need to be to feel calm and peace. Let me be that for you is what the Lord is saying right now. I feel his presence. Let the Lord be that for you. He wants to meet every need. He said he he's he's going to meet it according to his riches and glory. And we're not just speaking of money. We're speaking of everything there is concerning you. Amen. And Matthew six and eight says, don't be like them for your father knows exactly what you need. Even before you ask, even before you even think to put it into words, God has the answer to that need. Amen. And he wants to satisfy it. Only he can satisfy it. There's a lot of things that we turn to, whether it be substances, whether it be food, um, whether it be drink, whether it be just other people, and sometimes the wrong people. Sometimes we find satisfaction in being around the wrong people. Now, that's real now. We know that they're not good for us. We know that they are not the best people to be around as far as just relying on them and getting advice from and all of that. But we do. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason. And God knows what that is. He knows what that pulling is in you. And it's not for them, even though we have we we have strayed and went aside and, and connected to the wrong people. But he knows what the real desire is on the inside of you, the deep longing within you. And sometimes the enemy will present you with the wrong kind of people at the time that God is pulling on you to come closer the most. Let me say that again. Sometimes God will present you with the wrong people. I'm sorry, not God. I'm sorry. Sometimes the enemy will present you with the wrong people. Because God is pulling on you the most to come close to him. That is the devices of the enemy. He wants to keep us longing and thirsting and and hungering off after the wrong things so that he can have us bound to those things so that we would have to rely on these wrong people. So we'd have to rely on drugs. We'd have to rely on drinking. We'd have to rely on these cigarettes that we're smoking, the weed that we smoking, the cocaine, the X that come on now, let, let's go down the road. The sex that we seem to get so much from in a moment, but when it's all over with, we we're still back at, at point A. We're still back to the very same feelings and emotions and the lack that we feel on the inside, the emptiness that is being felt after even having something as intimate as sex. So let me tell you, God is pulling on a lot of you. I can feel him. He's pulling on a lot of you saying, okay, you see that these things are no longer serving you. 
These things are no longer satisfying you. This longing and this pulling that you have on the inside that keeps you grabbing at the wrong people, that keeps you pulling after all of these things that do not last. The reason why it doesn't last because that longing on the inside of you, I place there. I put there and only I can satisfy it. That is that deep longing he's talking about. So number two, um, I think I'm just going to end with this particular um, area and then I'm going to close it out. We're going to continue this out next week. Um, But the second point is God wants to fill and overflow the places in us that we are trying to satisfy with other people and things. Wow, I just talked about that. (laughs) Again, God wants to fill and overflow the places in us that we are trying to satisfy with other people and things. Let's go to Matthew 4 and 4. It says, Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, at that time, he was talking to who? He was talking to Satan. He was talking to the enemy, the devil, who was trying to tempt him while he was in his fast and he was he was hungry and and the enemy was trying to present him with bread talking about turn these stones to bread and was trying to present him with um the the things that he saw at the top of the um of the point there saying that i will give you all of these things if you worship me he was just coming with all kind of mess now the thing is jesus owns all of that he already has it but the enemy was trying to deceive him manipulate him and say Hey, I'll give you all of this, these things if you would just turn and walk away from God the Father and worship me. Like that was ever going to happen. <laughs> that would never happen. But he tried it, didn't he? He tried it. So God is saying that the things that we feel, the areas that we feel empty in, the areas that we feel insignificant in, um, the the trauma that we've suffered in our lives and have left us feeling lost and empty in those areas, or the relationships that fell through that we feel like we should have or could have done something different. He wants us to let all of those things go. And though it's hard at times, he wants us to know that he's ready to fill those places with him. He wants to overflow those places with his love, his joy, his peace. He wants to overflow those places with his word so that it can breathe life into us again, so that we can thrive and and live on a whole different level. But we have to let those things go. So just a couple of things that um, God shared with me in this point, and there's going to be others, which I'm going to actually speak on next week. But this one, this one that I'm going to uh, talk about, this one is personal. So I can tell you this, this is real. So the first thing, what we actually um, use to fill those areas is with food. Hello. <laughs> food. <sighs> Lord Jesus. And I'm going to say that uh, scripture again. 
Matthew 4 and 4. And Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not eat by bread and shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Also, he took me to Psalms 63 and 5. He said, you satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. So God is saying that with food, food is on the food is so temporary that we actually digest it and it is released from our body. Think about that. We may have that momentary satisfaction in our brains when we eat something and and it brings us uh, joy and satisfaction or happiness and satisfaction in that moment. But what is it doing for us? It's either adding to our waistline if we eat too much of it (laughs) or it's just meeting a taste bud for a moment and then it is out of our body. God wants to give us lasting peace, lasting joy. He wants us to be satisfied in him. And really, when we turn to food, it's really out of the need for something else. It's really crying out that we are lacking or deficient or hurting or in need of something else. So it could be loneliness. It could be depression. It could be anxiety. Um, I know for me, um, and I can share, it's been a lifelong struggle for me, uh, my weight. Um, it is always either anxiety or um, some type of fear, or it could be loneliness. It could be loneliness. It could be depression for something. It could be a, a, a countless number of things. But I would find pleasure, comfort, Um, warmth in food. If I was celebrating, I was celebrating with food. Now think about it. Now think about all these areas. When we celebrate, we celebrate with food. When we are down and out, we'll go and find our favorite snacks. (laughs) We'll go and get something from a fast food place. All to meet a momentary need of comfort that doesn't last. It doesn't last. It doesn't last at all. Before we know, we're back thinking about that very thing that drove us to Dairy Queen or to Walmart. I mean, not Walmart, but McDonald's or wherever we went. Uh, Taco Bell, fill in the blank. What's your favorite one? (laughs) So God is saying, I, my word my presence, my power, my love for you is greater than these momentary um, fits of needs to eat something. Food will never satisfy that that you're trying to cover. It won't take away the loneliness. It won't take away the depression. It won't take away um, the, the need for an answer to something that you can't Um, quite come up with the answer for come to me all who are heavy laden and I will give you rest he wants us to rest in him he wants us to seek him out when we feel like that he wants us to turn to him and not the refrigerator he wants us to turn to him 
instead of turning the wheel of your car into the drive through window. Okay, I'm making it real. He wants us to depend and trust on him in him completely where we will not feel even the need to be anxious for anything for we will not be in the mindset that we have to go and feel better by eating this by doing that he wants us to completely rely on him it says in uh, Matthew 6 and 25 we're in Matthew a lot today I know Um, Jesus said, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? And see, that's the very thing. The enemy knows that if we keep eating the wrong things, if we keep trying to satisfy that need with food, with the wrong foods, it's going to affect our health. He'll use that against us to try to take us out of here, out of the face of the earth before it's time. So God wants us to be in reality on this and say, it is not in that food that you're eating that you're going to find satisfaction. It is in me and me alone. So I'm going to continue out the rest of this podcast next week um, where we're going to deal with money. We're going to deal with sex. We're going to deal with a few things. So I hope y'all going to be strapped in for next week because we, we going there. So let's go ahead and end this out in prayer. Father God, we thank you. We thank you so much for your power and your presence. We thank you for your word going forth today, for it bringing and breathing life into us and for opening up our eyes and seeing our need is for you and not for the external. But God, we need you in every way. We need you. We need you to satisfy those areas in us that are deficient. We need you to fill us in those areas that feel empty. Lord, we need you like never before. And now that we see that we have been trying to fill these areas with everything else but you, Lord, we turn to you right now. We surrender our all to you. We surrender our hearts to you. We surrender that problem, that circumstance. We surrender that relationship, that family member. We surrender our hurt and our pains, God, even from the pain of loss, God, if we've lost someone that is so dear to us and someone that we love dearly. Lord, I ask that you would fill us with your love. Fill us with your with your comfort, Lord. Holy Spirit, rise up within us and minister to every single one of our needs and fill us to the overflow, God, so we can meet the needs of others in the kingdom so that we can do kingdom works and and meet the needs of those who are in need also. So we can be a living testimony to say, I know what it is to go through that. And it, it is God that you're needing. Let me lead the way. Lord, we thank you so much for being a God that supplies all of our needs according to your riches and glory and nothing of our own because we don't own anything here. We, 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 nothing here is permanent for us, Lord, but you are eternal. So God, we seek eternal pleasure. We seek that for which you can only provide us, God. And I thank you and I praise you and I glorify your name, God. I pray that the lives of those who listen to this are touched 
and that they are ready to receive more of you in the name of Jesus, God. Amen. So, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in today. I apologize again for not being here for um, a couple of weeks now, but we're going to continue this series next week. So just keep tuned. Stay tuned. I will be back. I promise. And until we meet again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a great week.